0: hey welcome welcome everyone welcome to episode 18 of damn that's good with bixen's barbecue of course i'm your co-host Rainey salinas uh joined by always my brother junior salinas and of course our mad scientist producer chris bustos uh, let's get this show started
1: for you hey let's do it all right all right so uh Last episode, episode uh, 17, we had on a great guest that we joined on the uh, from the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Definitely go check those guys uh, out. We had Johnny Mags and then the Barbecue Broker, uh, great guy. We just joined him, and it was a different interview we did. Right from the jump, we just went on there. And, uh, you would think we've known them for years when uh, we've just kind of met. They listen to our podcast, we listen to theirs, uh, and it's just a great show. We learned a lot of little things from it. Um, just how things go down from there because I'm from uh, Boston area, so they're from the Northeast. So just kind of the differences in barbecue and stuff like that. So it really kind of helped uh, just, like I said, channel it. And certainly if they're ever in this area or wherever up in there, we'll definitely have a beer with them because uh, those guys do great stuff, uh, great work. So definitely go check them out. Uh, as well, they air every Tuesday uh, on Facebook Live. They're, they're live, ready to rock and roll. But let's get this one going. We got a guest on. We got a jam-packed show. Let's get to it. But first, let's thank our sponsors, which are...
0: Uh, Holy Smokes Spice Company, uh, Brothers Keepers Barbecue, Prairie Fresh for all your pork needs, uh, Meat Hugger, uh, and of course, Big is Barbecue and of course if you want to be a sponsor of the show or our competition team just hit us up and let us know uh, then we're going to dive right into our small business shout outs mine's going to be uh from TikTok that i've been following um it's going to be knc cattle company they are based out of the austin area uh, they ship some great meat products to you right now they're shipping only to the uh texas um, just due to you know, shipping and stuff like that not being up to their standards. Uh, so check them out. That's
1: Cattle dot com. All right. So definitely go hit those guys up for sure. I'm looking up mine. Uh as well as we get to talk in mine, it comes from a, a co-worker an ex-co-worker they do you know like you said we try to help with our small business shout out to help anybody that has a business so if you have uh whether it be an etsy business or you have a realtor business or whatever that's what we've done i've done photography we do it all so definitely hit us up on all that uh i got one here it's uh, Dynamic by Design, it's a company that specializes in the perfect custom creations, handcrafted custom products from T-shirts, party supplies, custom gifts. Definitely go check them out all the social media or on Etsy. So it's Etsy.com forward slash shop Dynamic by Design. Uh, definitely go hit them up. Tell them that Junior from Big Selena's Barbecue Center, go hit up a uh, girl, Janelle Waller. Uh, she'll definitely take care of you as well. Um, if you tell them. You heard about it from our podcast, so go check it out. They're giving you 15% off, so tell them, Junior from Big Salinas Barbecue with Damn That's Good with Big Sid Podcast. Get your 15% off your custom stuff. You won't be disappointed with them. I promise you that, so uh, definitely go hit them up as well. And another thing we're doing with our shout-outs as well is we're hitting it up with the uh, other – Avenues. Randy may, Randy's may got Instagram, so go may go Instagram. I'm going to do mine on TikTok, so whatever. So get it out there, and if you have a business or have that small business shout-out, definitely hit us up. We will help you out because that's one thing we love to do.
2: Certainly,
0: and we do have our guest in, uh, Mr. Mike De Los Santos of Mike D's Barbecue. Uh, if you hadn't come across this stuff, um, I haven't personally tried it yet, but I've been seeing what he's doing on Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok lately. Uh, man, his barbecue sauce is killing it. Um, I know he was on a TV show, uh, so we're just going to turn it over to him. So, Mike, why don't you just introduce yourself to people who may not know about you
3: or your product? Yeah, uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm Mike DeLosantos, uh, better known as just Mike D., uh, owner of Mike D's Barbecue uh, and also Mike D's Barbecue Supply and General Store uh, based in Durham, North Carolina uh, depending on who you ask the home of real barbecue. Uh, Wait a minute uh, I now. I was out of my home out of Texas about that. <laughs> uh, and so yeah, we have a, an award-winning line of barbecue sauces and dry rubs. we got two sauces, two rubs out, a mild sauce, a spicy sauce, a mild all-purpose rub, and a sweet and spicy version of that. Uh, the products you know for our sauces if you know much about North Carolina sauces you know that there's a uh, mostly known for vinegar sauces in North Carolina specifically uh, we don't really claim the South Carolina of folks in their mustard <laughs> sauce uh, but um, what we, often people don't really know is like in North Carolina is actually kind of a battle between eastern and western style sauce so the western part of the state uses a tomato sauce based sauce to eastern part of the state has the vinegar based sauce and so ours is like a hybrid of the two we kind of try to have an even balance between vinegar and tomato uh so you still get that vinegar that helps to tenderize the meat but you get a little tomato flavor in there as well it's not as thin as these pure vinegar sauces you'll see on the east uh but it's not as thick as the you know it's more more tomato based sauce that use molasses as a, as a sweetener so that's kind of kind of the sweet spot of our sauces we kind of try to bridge the world of north Carolina barbecue because that's what barbecue is about, right? Bringing people together. So we're not gonna fight. We're just gonna ma- ma- make the flavors work together and create some great barbecue uh, products. You know, our, our rubs are you know, good on any meat or vegetable, we try to make it to really vertical. So that way you can use them any way you want to use them. Uh, all of our products have you know, won awards across different levels from world champions to first places in international competition down to you know, state. You know, our spicy sauce, won best sauce in the state for like three years in a row. Our rub has been a grand champion, in North Carolina. Our all-purpose rubs won world champion. uh The most recent one, our sweet and spicy rub, finished first at the 2021 International Artisan Flavor Awards uh, for dry Gosh. rub. So we've I think since 2016, we've won maybe 15 or 16 different awards for our products. So uh, kind of a great run. But that's kind of who we are. And then last year, in the middle of the pandemic, we decided to open up barbecue supply store where we sell sauces and rubs, grills, grill tools. We have a guy who, who locally builds grills and smokers for us uh, that we sell. And we're coming out soon with our own line of smokers. Um, and you we're know, trying to have some fun doing barbecue.
0: Now, how did you get into the barbecue game? Was it growing up, had someone there to teach you, or you just kind
3: of picked it up? Uh, I, I grew up in Richmond, Virginia, which at that time was not like a hotbed of barbecue. There was nobody who was like, this is the kind of barbecue you got to have. So the way I actually found in love barbecue is about once a month, the people who I grew up with, with their families, a lot of them from North Carolina. So they would drive down to a town called Roanoke Rapids and go to a place called Routes Barbecue where we'd eat at the buffet. And then before we'd go home, everybody would be going and buying like pint jars full of barbecue to take home to last for a while. That's kind of why I just fell in love with barbecue because I hadn't come across any food. and sort of had that reaction from people, right? People are like, yeah. we have to go eat this barbecue once a month and we will drive two hours to another state to get it. Right? There's not, like, I not heard, at that time I hadn't heard anybody doing that for any other food and that kind of, like, sparked my interest in barbecue. Uh, and then it kind of grew one of my first jobs, 20... About 20 years ago, was working on a food truck back, you know, back then food trucks weren't like this cool thing where they were on every corner and all over the place. Uh, it was kind of a new thing, and people were just like, What are you making my food out of that trailer that's parked over here in this parking lot? Uh, and we did barbecue. Um, and that was kind of when I first learned how to start making barbecue. Uh, and I've just been in love with it ever since, and I was trying to find ways to get back to barbecue, whether it was just blogging about barbecue restaurants talking about barbecue sauces or trying
1: to make my own which is what we ended up doing that's a good way to start it right there for sure that's the way to do it so, so here's a question we're Texas, North Carolina. What's the main difference between Texas barbecue and North Carolina barbecue? Because we could talk about Memphis. You talk about uh, there's a different flavor. What's, I mean, because I've heard people come up and say, well, North Carolina is the best. And, of course, we go, we say we the best, and they're going to say what's the best. So what's the difference between I mean, North really Carolina comes, and, and y'all's barbecue? What's the main difference? It really comes down to, to meat, like
3: style and meat, right? You know, Texas, you know, is – most known for its brisket, right? That's what a lot of people think of I think Texas barbecue. When people think North Carolina barbecue, they don't think brisket. They think pulled pork or whole hog chopped barbecue. And that's kind of the main difference. You know, there's a lot of vinegar in our sauces up here. You know, in Texas, it, Texas keeps it pure, especially with their briskets, right? Y'all do the salt, pepper, a little garlic in there and just keep it real simple. Uh, our dryers are here, get really complex, trying to add all these different flavors in there. Uh, so I think, that's the main difference to me. You know, Texas barbecue keeps it keeps it nice and simple and produces great flavor because it's about the, the meat and the smoke. And up here, you know, we're doing lots of pork, lots of whole hog, lots of pulled pork. And so you want to get that super tender and chop it up and pull it apart. And so you're adding a lot of vinegar.
1: And that's to me the, the big difference. Awesome. That sounds good. So uh, what uh, in the store? What I mean, I I think you dived into it a little bit. What all you sell? What all Jermaine? What's your go? Like, what's what's your biggest products you sell up at the store?
3: Yeah, so our our biggest movies at the store are actually you know our products. It's It's the easiest place to come get our products? So we sell a ton of our sauces and rubs here. But you know, outside of that, we have a section of our store that only sells products that are produced in North Carolina. So whether it's chips, you know, honeys, chocolate. Sauces, those hot sauces. And that's a pretty popular section of our store too. Uh, and then after that, it probably be our grills. Uh, we make, uh, our guy makes us these, you know, uh, grills out of barrels, not smoke, just like a nice barrel grill. And it got some other custom charcoal grills that he makes for us. So those are uh, probably the big items that we sell outside of our sauces, and rubs and those kind of stuff, but our, it's the grills that we sell
0: what uh what other stores can they buy your sauce or cups in besides yours or online
3: yeah so we it, it's a it's a big list we've got um over fifty retail partners across twenty five states and so uh the easiest thing to do is if you're on our website there's a retailer section there's like an interactive map where you can kind of find if there's anything close to you or you don't have to order um, most of uh, across the country is in like specialty food stores or uh, like meat markets or just independently owned stores or like small boutiques. We try to focus on that versus the larger chain stores. Uh, we can get some larger chain stores here in North Carolina. We're in about 10 Food Lions, which is a big food grocery store chain here. Uh, and we're working on some other things to get us in some of the bigger store chains in like a couple of other states that are right here in the Southeast. But in general, our bread and butter is trying to work with small businesses to get our products in those places because actually, you know, they care more about your product. You get into the big store shelves, you're just one of many sauces on the shelf, but we work with the smaller independently owned who are also just small business owners like you, right? They, they're, they're paying more attention to the product they put on the shelves and making sure they're putting quality there. So yeah. that's, that's what we try to, to focus that. on. Yeah. Now
0: I came across you. The first time I came across you was, uh, watching TV and a show come on called I quit. What, what was your experience filming that show? Uh, and what's been the experience after?
3: Yeah, so that, that whole show was a pretty crazy experience from like how we got on it to just the filming. And I'm not a guy who really likes cameras. And so yeah. I went from like, yeah, yeah, staying away from the camera to all of a sudden having cameras around all the time. Uh, filming was pretty pretty interesting. Like you you kind of learn how, seeing how, like being in it, you kind of see how some of the shows you watch are made, right? You figure out how to get some of those driving scenes. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty interesting, you know, some of the times you're driving at like a guy you're in your passing seat with a giant camera who's just like right <laughs> in your face, of you don't look, like look forward and act natural. And it's, like, it's hard to do that when there's a big old camera right here. Uh, or when they want to get like the outside of your car driving, they're like, literally like we we're on 95, which is, you know, major highway going up the East Coast. And they're like, we're going to pull up beside you. And so they just, you have to drive real slow. Not You know, we're driving like 40 miles an hour down a major highway. And they're pulling up next to us in a van. Like, a closed side door open. There's a guy, like, hanging out with a video camera. <laughs> like, just recording driving. And they're, like, on the radio talking to me. talking about don't, don't look at us. Look forward. And you're, like, there's, like, a long line of cars behind us. Like, come on, man. We're trying to go fast. So By the time they finally move over, you know, yeah. everybody's cussing at you, giving you the finger. It's like, I'm, I can't control this van with the camera in it. I'm sorry. I'm just doing uh, what I'm And then, like, it's also interesting, like, when you're – how it works with something like the cooking scenes, right? Because a lot of the, we did a lot of cooking on camera. They didn't use a lot of it for how they wanted to tell the story. But like you get into a lot of arguments with the producers about food, right? Because you know they're trying to get the perfect shot when they want it, and I'm like, my ribs don't care about your shot. I can't overcook these ribs, right? And so they're like, no, don't open your don't open the smoker yet. Don't open the smoker yet. And I'm like, if I don't, I mess these ribs up, and y'all have to look <laughs> like I can't make ribs on TV we won't have a problem. And so yeah. like, you know, kind of have your organized cooks doesn't really work when there's like a camera. around, <laughs> their Cameras are malfunctioning or something's not working right when they're trying to get the shot they want, which doesn't necessarily mean that it's what you want for how your food going to look. So it was a real interesting eye-opening experience just having to film for a year uh, on a TV show. Uh, but after that, you know, it's, it was great exposure for us. We, uh, really expanded our reach with customers while the show was airing. And then after the finale aired where we ended up winning the show, uh, it kind of just really boosted our profile that finale aired in October of last year, October twenty, October 3rd, it aired. And we ended up for the month of October, we got about five months worth of order than like a three week stretch. And so mm-hmm. we were in, the, I was just, I was here in my store basically 24 hours a day trying to pack orders <laughs> to keep up with it. We had to like, you know, I have some friends working at the post office. I had to like tell them just come, just come over here with your empty truck so you can fill up the whole milk truck and <laughs> get the orders out. Uh, it was a pretty, pretty crazy experience, but it really boosted our profile, helped us, you know, spread the love of barbecue. Uh, kind of the other interesting things though is you get folks from like California who you know they don't really have their own barbecue identity, send me emails about how I should do barbecue better, uh, and uh, that was that was the interesting part of it too. Just like people who. Um, kind of tell you how to do barbecue better and they've never done barbecue <sighs> ever in the life yeah. other than maybe making some burgers on the grill or something. Yeah, uh, using you, get, you get that component of it, which is interesting. But overall it was a great experience uh, even with having to get you to cameras around. It sounds like a, like a
1: pain sounds awesome, awesome. <laughs> it sounds like it would be a challenge i i could see that because you're you you're you know when you're out there we're out there cooking you're on a time schedule okay i gotta open it i gotta check and then they're like no we need you to wait 10 minutes no that doesn't work that way i need you i need to do it now yeah. they don't are, understand your them. reputation is on the line your pride <laughs> yeah
3: exactly exactly they're like no don't worry about it. it's gonna be all fine we promise and i'm like you say that but you're not the one who's a barbecue person on tv <laughs> Showing the yeah. food that's not done right, right? My ribs are not looking good, right? That's me on the line, not you. Nobody's even going to see you because you're behind the camera. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so yeah there, was, there was a lot of, lot of tension at times over <laughs> that. Oh,
1: yeah. And no one would buy your story if you burned them. Nobody would buy it at all. They were like, hey, the camera <laughs> exactly. guy told me that's to open. And no, they didn't. No, they didn't. <laughs> yeah. uh, when, did,
0: uh, when did Mike D's barbecue start? Like, what?
3: Oh, uh, we officially started December 27th, 2013. That's when we officially sort of got our uh, LLC paperwork in the mail that we were a registered business. Uh, we didn't actually start selling products. We started selling our all-purpose rub in like March of 2014, uh, and we didn't get our first sauce, big sauce, which is our mild sauce, until like July of 2014. Uh, so It took a little bit of time to get that part of it rolling, but you know, December 2013 is when we really, you know, kick things off.
2: Yeah,
0: now I know how long, hard it is to make a sauce. <laughs> how long did it take you to get the sauce down to you where you liked it?
3: So yeah, to get the sauce the way I like it, it took me about four years of like, you know, messing around and tinkering to get it exactly right. You know, uh, I wanted to have a little tang in the sauce so trying to find the right thing to add that yeah. tang. Uh, you know, it's a good thing to have a lot of friends who like to eat, right? Because I was just constantly throwing, you know, cookouts at my house like so I could try, every time I came up with a new version of it to try. Oh, it's it. Like, All right, I'm, throwing, <laughs> I'm throwing on another, you know, ten max ribs who's coming over to eat so you can try the new version of the sauce. And so, you know, it was a lot of fun coming up with that. But yeah, it, it takes time. I, you know, that's the thing that people who just eat sauce and never try to make it to sell it understand, right? That it's it's, it's not just, oh, don't me throw some things together and I got this great sauce, right? It takes a lot of times to tinker and get it just right.
0: Yeah. Well, then there's a difference between making it in, you know, a small pot, and then you're making a big batch. When you make that small pot to big batch. You can mess it up, and sometimes you're like, okay, I wrote down the recipe, but did I write it, write it down right? It's missing something. What is it missing? But yeah, you're right.
3: Oh, you, people don't understand what, how much work goes into it. It's yeah, yeah they, they really don't. They really don't. And for us, like, I never my base recipe makes like one 16 ounce bottle, right? And so it's like, when you have to do that over and over again, right, it's, it's hard to fill orders. And so when we finally sort of expanded to the point where we brought on the co-packer to do it for us, even that was eye opening, kind of work with them where they take my base recipe, which makes one 16 ounce bottle to make it to where it can make 150 gallons. Yeah. Uh, and it's just pretty impressive, like the food scientists who can sort of take that and do that. and. You know, look at the recipe. And be like, no, don't tell me. Just that you guys have, you know, having to go back and like weigh the ingredients. They can put that down because weight matters just as much as like the measurement. And so, and just kind of learning that part of it was also interesting. Like how you take how you take something from a, a recipe that makes one sixteen ounce bottle and expand that to make one hundred and fifty gallons at a time. It's pretty fascinating. Yeah, yeah, and they got it down to a science.
0: Yeah, I don't know how they do it, but. I just give the recipe to you or Whatever y'all do,
3: y'all do. As long as it comes <laughs> out the same, I don't care. Exactly. Right? They showed me the sheet, and I was like, "This, I don't, this doesn't even make. I don't. Know, I can't read this. Like, I don't know what. What are you showing me? <laughs> <laughs> as long as it paper where it's supposed to taste, that's fine. I don't even understand this piece of paper. Yeah, exactly. But what's the what's your vision
0: for for the company? What are
3: you pl- What do you see yourselves? Yeah. So we're we're trying we're trying to just become a global barbecue company, right? Yeah. We want. You know, right? You know, a lot of times right now, when you ask somebody on the street about barbecue, they'll come with like sweet baby rays or or something mm-hmm. else, right? Like, we're just trying to make Mike Mike's barbecue become a household name, like that. So Some people think about barbecue, they think, they think about us. Uh, so we're trying to get you know, customers everywhere. Like right? we've shipped to ten countries at this point. Uh, we're trying to we have we have at least one customer in all fifty states. We're trying to get a retail partner in all fifty states. So we're halfway there. So we're just trying to. Slowly expand that way, but I just want to be synonymous. Like when people think barbecue, one of them to think Mikey's barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: ours is the same way. We're just trying to get to where you know you're in the same conversation. And sweet baby Ray's, you know, um here in Texas, it's Meat Church, uh, Cosmos Q, which is in Oklahoma, is a big one down here. Yep, uh, we're just trying to get to this, that same level so we're in the same conversation as everybody else. You know, like I tell people, man, this is, barbecue is a big, it's a big industry, this is a big world, we can all get a piece of the pie, why not just help each other?
3: That's uh, right, there's, to there's enough money out there for all of us selling, making, doing barbecue, right? Right. Like, yeah. And I tell it to, like, some of the soft, like, people who are trying to get into soft business will come and talk to me to sort of get advice, but then they'll also be like, you know, not want to tell me all the information like can't, i can't help you if you don't want to tell me everything I, i'm not i'm not trying to like steal i have my own award-winning products i'm not trying to steal yours <laughs> uh, but like you know if you want me to give you advice right we got to have honest conversations and i'm not worried about it there's enough money to go around you know i've been at events selling where there's so many barbecue sauce vendors because you know north carolina everybody's got a barbecue sauce right and there'll be barbecue sauce vendors right next to me and the organizer's like oh we can move you somewhere else i'm like we can both sell out, right? There's enough <laughs> yeah. to go around. There's enough people who want barbecue. With everybody has, like, a slightly different flavor palette, so there's not going to be one product that every single person yeah. likes. You know, they might like mine, not like theirs. They might like theirs, not mine. Like, we can all make money, right? We can help each other and all make money. It's all good.
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: That's the way it should be.
0: But, of yeah. course, you mean, you got, you got bad eggs and, and everywhere. That's kind of ruining it for people. But, you know, does, like, whatever. You know, yeah. Kind of brush yeah. it off and just go away. What's uh? What's your favorite thing to cook? If You had to just pick
3: one thing. Oh, wow. So, people in North Carolina give me a lot of crap about this because whenever I'm asked this question, I always say brisket. Because <laughs> you know, I'm a I'm a beef guy living in the pork state, uh, and so any chance I get to smoke brisket, uh, I do it because meat is just nothing better than like a perfectly smoked brisket, right? You there is. Um, there's just nothing better. And so anytime I can do a brisket, that's what I'm doing. It's my favorite thing to eat. My favorite thing to smoke. You low and slow, hot and fast? You know, I, I do it kind of both ways. Most times I do it low and slow. Um, but uh, when I've been doing, like, I've been messing around with some Wagyu briskets lately. I've done those a little hotter and faster just trying to see how they do because, You know, they got that, you know, more fat content. They can take that higher heat a little bit better. But now I prefer the low and slow route. I'm kind of right in the middle.
0: Uh, I've kind of honestly got it down to about 250, 275 is my sweet spot in my smoker. Um, It can – some briskets will cook in, you know, eight hours. Some will cook in 12, 14 hours. It just kind of depends. I mean, when they come out, they come out juicy, but I mean, low and slow can't go wrong, hot and fast. You
3: can't go wrong. You just have to
0: watch it more hot and fast. Than anything
3: yeah. Yeah. That's right. Are you, a, uh, are you a, a wrap the brisket kind of guy or do you let yours just like ride all the way through and then wrap it when it's time to rest? I wrap it when it gets the color. Uh, so kind of that red mahogany to,
0: you know, that dark black, um, that's where I kind of look at it for. Uh, I'll wrap in butcher paper, just kind of just the thing I picked up. Um, I've wrapped them in foil before. That's good, too. Um, I've done the mo' caisson me- method on it, and that's pretty good, too. Um, of course, I've ha- I've done it where, you know, you just let the brisket go, and it's come out good. It's just uh, the bark on some of it and some of the point kind of burnt. So I kind of just like to wrap it just to kind of be on the safe side.
3: What yeah, about yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a no wrap guy. i my brisket, uh, but yeah, if you're not if you're not careful, uh, parts of that get a little, a little crispy. Um, but uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I you know I kind of wrap sometimes with foil, sometimes with butcher paper. To me, I you know, there's some people who are like only foil, some people who are like only butcher paper. Uh, I think you know you just gotta they both can work. You just gotta you know do it right. If you yeah, don't, you if just got to know what you, you know, can know. do it wrong with both of them, too. So, just like, you gotta find a thing that works for you. That's why I always tell people barbecue, right? Find what works for you. Don't do it because you saw someone do it on TV yeah. or you TV, on, a, on a certain video. Find like, what <laughs> works for you because it's about your flavors, not about what you know somebody else did. Make the people who you're cooking for happy. That's what matters.
1: Oh, yeah, that's it. And that's it. But that's a good point because you said we've listened to so many podcasts and talked to so many people, and they're all like, I saw it on TV, so I tried it their way. Well, you don't know how long that person's been perfecting that method, and that works for them. And what works for you may not work for the next person. So uh, I think that's a very good point to definitely do it your way, do what works for you, and stick with it. Yeah. But I was laughing at a commercial here. I saw on your Facebook page, on you know, Mike D's Barbecue. It was about a, two guys were sitting in the woods, and a bear come up here, and he poured the barbecue sauce on that. I just shared it. Uh, when they watch it, they'll see it on the Facebook. I'll share it again when when this airs out. But that was the funniest thing I saw. So um, we definitely go check that out and check out his Facebook page for sure. But because uh, uh, it's definitely – it made me laugh. And it's like, hey, I can see that. The bear's going up to him. The guy makes a good thing, and <laughs> – the, even the bears like the, the barbecue sauce. That's what we like to eat.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's actually kind of a funny story how we even got that commercial, right? Because uh, apparently there's this marketing agency down in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And I guess their, one of their creative directors, like, was loves the sauce, right? Like, I had noticed this guy from South Carolina just kept ordering. So I thought nothing of it. It's the one that he reached out and said, I love your sauce so much. So I reached out to my boss and convinced him to let us do a commercial for you. If you just prove sort of the sketch of the commercial, we'll do it. And I was like, Well, how much is it going to cost me? And he's like, Nothing. We just love your sauce. And so uh, you never know uh, what, what can happen when you put a good product out there and who touches it, right? Like, what can happen? But then you know, we get this commercial that's won like nine international marketing awards and uh, all because of a guy, one state of over, just
1: really love the sauce. <laughs> wow! Sometimes that that's the strangest awesome. things happen. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is that's awesome. Hey, it, it, like I said, it's a great commercial. I can see why it won, but it gets the point across. Like it's uh, a very good the way you get it hits your points on it, and hey, it didn't cost you a dime, and you got recognition for it. That's a win-win-win situation <laughs> right, right there.
3: Yeah. Win, win across the board.
1: <laughs> so, you said now, now you said North Carolina is a, a pork state, but they cook y'all are better. Is it is it they're just y'all are they're better at cooking pork, or is it they're just the flavor part? What makes it when people think North Carolina it's more pork than it is like Texas with brisket?
3: That's, That's what
1: everybody has here,
3: right? Like, there are pig farms all over the state, right? Like, and so that's just what people here have always done, right? Is just, just pork, you know, brisket is starting to work its way over here, but for if you just trace back like North Carolina barbecue history, like you have the eastern part of the state where they were doing the whole hog chop barbecue to like the, the middle of the state toward the western part of the state where they weren't doing the whole hogs, but the barbecue history just started with guys trying to do like little mobile barbecue carts and it was just easier to get like pork shoulders and make pulled pork off it. And so uh, there's just so many pig farms across the state. Like you there's like if you come to North Carolina, you can't find a whole hog or you can't find a pork shoulder. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, but like there's there's a there's a, <laughs> a hog farmer everywhere. Like you you're never that far away from, from somebody who can give you some good hog. Wow,
0: okay. Okay. What's the what's the go to wood there in North Carolina?
3: Uh hickory. Like they use mostly hickory and apple. You know, apple just goes so well with pork and it you know, same way for applewood, that's nice sweet, and that nice sweet cone that it gets, it just, it just works so well with cork, so it's pretty much hickory and applewood is kind of the most popular combination of woods that are, that are here. What's the, um,
0: I know, uh, some of it, like, here in Texas, the offsets, it's, you know, king. Uh, California, maybe, you know, the pellet smokers are, because you know that's what they can use. North Carolina, what's the go-to smoke? is it an offset is it the, you know the traditional
3: pits? Yeah so um, the most popular one here really is just you know a pit cooker which is mostly just like a big barrel drum uh, uh, that's put on a trailer that you can get a whole hog on and be able to flip it. that's kind of the most popular thing uh, most most folks do. Uh, if you have enough space, we'll have a a pig cooker. Uh, But outside of that, you know, Offset is a pretty uh, for folks who don't have a pig cooker, Offset is kind of the way to go here uh, in terms of how more people do their smokers.
0: Now, I see the logo in the back. I see it says, throw some D's on it. Who came up with that slogan? Uh, I
3: I was was just uh, (laughs) just (laughs) <laughs> I, was this and I was putting things together and you know it's Mike D's barbecue I was trying to come up with like a slogan of like how we could use it Uh and I was just like I'm as I was writing stuff down I just kept writing like throw some D's on it you know if you got this Mike D's barbecue and you have like my original logo was like Mike D's barbecue and it had throw some D's on it going across to, to use that D uh, for both parts of it and so uh yeah, and it's funny because you know I got it I got a trademark on that. Which I didn't think I would be able to get based on, you know, some songs that exist that have very similar <laughs>
1: lyrics. I was singing it in my head, I was dreaming that right.
3: <laughs> uh, but I was able to get a trademark. So uh
1: it uh it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's nice. Cool. it is catchy, you know. Throw some nice. things on it. Get up. <laughs> i won't say it on there i'm gonna start singing i don't i'm not a singer we don't want to break your eardrums or anything so uh, we've talked about you said the retail where can they find you if they wanted to go uh like i know in this in the state or there but where can they find you online to order some of your sauce and some of your products and i'm seeing you sell all kinds of stuff i've seen a shirt on there this says my daddy uh, smells like brisket type of stuff i mean you sell it all so just where can they find you
3: yeah you can uh you know, if you find us on social media, there's always tag parts you can just order straight from social media. Uh, we use a system that allows you. If you just see one of our Facebook posts, you can just comment "sold" and you'll be able to buy it straight from the from Messenger. Uh, but you know, the easiest way to do it if you're not doing all that is just to come to our website, M-I-K-E-D-S-B-B Q M-I-K-E-D-S-B-B-Q.com, and order. And we ship. You know, we ship everywhere. Okay.
1: Nice. There you go, there you have it, I mean, and you definitely wanna, like I said, it's we love the fact you said you help out small businesses, and uh that's what we love to do as you you kind of come in when we were doing our small business shout outs and stuff, so uh, to the listeners out there, definitely go check this man' stuff out, um you can't go wrong with it, I'm telling you uh so. Uh, any other like I mean if you it, do you have like is there what's your favorite thing when you're if you're helping a small business like you said you've been to trade shows and shows and you're helping the guy next to you do will you if he's struggling will you kind of help him out will you will you go that extra step to maybe some good vibes come back your way or are you never been in that situation
3: oh absolutely I mean like I think the thing about small businesses like we all got to be there for each other right like we're like People who don't have a small business don't know what it's like, right? And so, like, we're our own support community. So when I'm out, uh, you know, I don't, I don't go and give like unsolicited advice because it's never—it's one of the worst things about being a small business owner when everybody comes up and tells you how to run your business, right? Uh, right? And so I don't, I won't go out and give like unsolicited advice, but I'm also just an open book. of people who want to come up and ask questions, you know, I'm gonna talk you through it. Like, uh, one of the good things about having the store now is that a lot of folks here will just come and talk to me, like, hey, I'm trying to get this going like what do I do what are the steps So we'll sit down and I'll just bring it back to the office we'll sit down and we'll talk it out and come up with a plan for like how they can go from where their ideas in their head to take it to production and all that stuff and if they've already got a business they're just saying hey how do I I'm trying to figure out how to market like how do I do this how to do that like I'm always willing to sit down and talk with folks to help them sort of figure out what's next for them give them some of the things that help me along the way whether it's trying to help them figure out like what wholesale site to set up on to find more retail partners? Whether it's uh, you know just helping them think about you know strategies for what they're going to have on their you know for shipping, right? Because you know oftentimes folks want to just come out and they ship like individual products and shipping is just through the roof, right? So just kind of talking through that kind of thing, and uh, I'm always willing and able to just talk with small business uh, uh, just to share what t- what I've learned over the last you know almost eight years and. Um, you know, if it can help them, it helps them, right? There's nothing, like, I don't view it as, like, I can't help you because of my competition. I view it as that
1: gotcha. we're all
3: together. That's, that's, yeah. that's what I learned. I'll help you, and, you know, maybe one day you'll come back and, and help me with something.
1: Yeah. There it is. And you got to share your information because I, I agree because I've seen people come up to Randy and say, hey, I, know, I love your sauce. I'm here and this and that." Well, what do you in this and you know? And then well, Randy's like, "Well, what are you doing?" And he's he's giving them advice, but then you could tell they're at well, I, I don't know. And you, you got to just share it out. He's not trying to steal your sauce if that's what you're doing. Like you said, like you could tell us here what you do. We're not trying to steal your sauce. We have our product. You have yours. So um, definitely, I think people need to just be open to that and and seek the advice when. It's there. Don't go up to somebody and then ask for it. And then when it's there, just say, hey, I don't want to give you my secrets. We're not, <laughs> we're not at a competition. I don't need the secret ingredient to your brisket or to your pork. I just want to know how do I help sell my sauce better. Uh, yeah. So definitely, I like that.
0: And I got one last question for you. So uh, what is, what's the biggest advice you can offer someone or gives them? But it's coming up to you, um, struggling business, someone trying to get into the business.
3: Uh, you had to give someone advice that made be
0: listening to the show.
3: Yeah, like the biggest advice when I'm in that situation is I tell, I ask people first, like, you know, do you have a plan? Uh, and then if you don't have it written down, to write it down or type it up, get it out of your head, right? Like it's not going anywhere when it's sitting in your head. And so I would definitely, you know, your first step is to get it out of your head. Get it down on paper uh, because that that's the first step, and that helps you to think through it. Like you'll be surprised at like what you can do when you start to write it up or type it up when it's not just floating around in your head. You can organize it, and then you know, once you have a plan in place, then it makes a lot things a lot easier going forward. You know, it allows you to be a little flexible if you need to be flexible with with how to grow or what to do. But you know, get, get your thoughts down on paper, get it out of your head. Don't just let stuff float around your head about what you want to do. But get it out on paper and start putting a plan together. That's
0: for sure. Yeah. I still think that's what some people need. Uh, I just wanted to ask, coming from someone, you know, successful, because I know they're probably getting tired of hearing us
3: say it. So it's like,
0: I just <laughs> want to give other people the opportunity to kind of reiterate <laughs> some of the things we're saying.
3: You know. Yeah. Definitely. Like, that's why well, getting started. There's a guy here who's been around for a long time, Big Al, from Big Al's Barbecue. And that's one of the first things he told me, is he was like, you know get all this stuff out of your head and put it down on paper and that's that's the the key uh so you know that helped me and so when people ask me i, I just repeat what he told me
1: that's it <laughs> It's amazing what can happen, because I know Randy, when he did his first sauce, first couple sauces, he never wrote any of his ingredients down. So we were trying to replicate what he (laughs) came up with in his head when he first started. (laughs) So definitely, if you're going to do it, start writing it down and uh, definitely put it to pen and paper, because I know it helped Randy, and I'm sure it helped you. And that's just, it's so simple, but it's like complicated at the same time. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that is for sure. Is there
0: anything in the future? You going to come out with more sauces, more rubs?
3: Uh, we're always trying to plan what's next. We've got a couple of sauces that we have ready to go. We just have to kind of get our labeling done and get some some testing done for, like, our nutritional labels and all that fun stuff that has to go into it. But, uh, uh yeah, we've got two, three sauces that we hope to bring out over the next several months and uh, working on at least one more rub, too. Uh, so, uh, hopefully, you know, by the end of the year, we'll have a couple more sauces, at least one more road about, and our smoker line. So a lot of things in the works will come out. Some more big things coming. Yes. Out. Mike D's barbecue.
0: That's what, you know, we love to hear for sure. Uh, and then, of course, before we let you go, we just like to give everyone opportunity to give shout outs to whoever's helped them along the way. You know, family, uh, you know, sponsors, What you know, whoever's helped you. So it's gonna turn it out to you. You know, whoever you want to think. You know,
3: yeah. So uh, I want to give a shout out to to Big to, to from Big C's Waffles. Uh, he's got a chicken and waffle restaurant here in Durham. Uh, he started almost <laughs> the same time I did. I met him when I was still selling salt out the truck of my car, and he was just getting his food truck started. He had like a he would set up in a lot like right down the street from my house, and we were just. You know we would talk and grow together We've kind of grown together over the years he's been a good sounding board in the business and now he's done to launch his own products uh, he's got granny b's kool-aid that you can order now uh it's the best kool-aid you ever got all you gotta do is add water to the jug and shake it up you got kool-aid uh <laughs> you can even like subscribe just have the kool-aid packs automatically sent to you to refill it uh but you can check him out big c's waffles uh on social media uh he's been a, a mighty good um that 's been around and been been helpful to me um, there's just this uh, this guy um, on Instagram called what did I eat or cook uh, he lives about few pounds over me he's been a big supporter uh, Helped spread the word about Mikey's barbecue he spreads the word about several other sauces and roughs too but he's just been been a good partner but i would say a big shout out to uh, Ray Mac so the guy here called Ray Mac he's got a YouTube channel called Ray Max kitchen and grill he's got a ton of subscribers uh, he uh, but you products on his YouTube channel for a long time. Like, we still get people who order from us. We saw like a rib video from three years ago on his website on, on YouTube. Uh, and for Raymax, been you know a real good partner over the years when I was first getting started. He made a couple videos on his YouTube channel, allowing me just to shout out our products. Uh, after I met him at a, an event with him, he was just walking around with his friends. Uh, and so, like, you know, he's been you know a big help in helping us grow uh, in the food space. Uh, and so. People should go subscribe to Ray Mac on Ray Mac Kitchen and Grill on YouTube and uh got some great recipes. He's just a, he's just a fun guy. Uh so uh those are folks I want to give uh give a give a shout out to.
0: Anybody else? You don't want to leave anybody else out?
3: Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Just want to
0: well, make sure so you don't get in you trouble.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people are going watch it, but how come you didn't shout me out, right? There's yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know the folks who have been really helpful for me over the years they you know they know who they are uh, yeah. and I just want to give a special shout out to the, to those three That's guys amazing. who I feel like when I do these kind of things, I don't give those guys enough shout outs for the things that they've helped me do over the years. Other folks that I've talked about on different podcasts does get get lots of love from me, but uh, those three guys specifically I have not given as many shout outs as I should give to them over the years and so wanted to highlight those three guys.
0: Yeah, just want to give that special shout out to you. I totally understand. I mean, the people that support you every day, I mean you don't need to give them a shout out every you know, every single day, every opportunity because they know. But yeah, those ones who maybe done something like you you know, you were saying, you know, yeah, yep. I could see through it. Special shout out for it. But yeah, you, uh, y'all go check out those people and certainly check out Mike D's Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok. You wanna just reiterate your where they can find you on social media and
3: online? Yeah, on social media, you can find me at Mike D's Barbecue. Like, all the social media is the same. Mike D's BBQ. Mike D's Barbecue. Uh, you can shoot me a message on there. I'm the one who responds to 99% of the messages. Uh, one of my employees at the store sometimes responds to the messages. But oftentimes, if somebody's asking me a question, they're like, I think you know this person. You should talk to me. I don't know what really hard. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, that's where you can find me on social media, Uh, and then just you know visit our website, mike Uh, You can kind of see it here in the background, uh dot com to order products, and you know hit me up on social media. Let's always talk.
2: Throw some D's on it.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. I keep. I did my head. I'm gonna have to listen to it in the way. <laughs> I love I it. I love I'm it. telling it. you, man, that
0: is catchy. But yeah, certainly thank you for coming on, man. We really do appreciate it. It was uh, always amazing to talk to somebody who yeah started like, off just like we are and, you know, it's it growing every single day, every single week.
3: Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me on. It's been a lot of fun. It's always fun to talk barbecue with people who been also love barbecue. You know, I'm watching you grow and, you know, Expand the reach of faith for your different topics and stuff. And I love how you write the big messages on the outside of the box. So Everybody can see that, right? You know, I, I write messages like on my package on the inside, but like I like how you do it, right? It's big on the outside of the box, right? So people see that love right from the beginning. Uh, and now, so, I tried.
0: I try to put it on the inside, you know, get a little card, write it, my handwriting
3: is bad, As you see through <laughs> some of those boxes. um mine is terrible too. Right, I, I try to like write really slow, so. It, they can read it. Um, but yeah, like those things All go a long caps. way. All yeah. caps. That's right. Those <laughs> go, they go a long way, but I uh, like writing on the house of the box, right? It's just, that's, that's, that's a good customer service, man. It's showing that love to people. So I, I love how Absolutely. you do Absolutely, uh, I do appreciate it.
2: Yeah, man, you have a good one, dude. Thank you so much for joining us.
0: All right. Y'all too. Thank you. Thank you. Good one.
2: And then when we come back, we're going to wrap
0: it up. Talk up. We'll reiterate our small business shout outs, etc. Uh, I and mean, then whatever else we got to talk about. Blow the whistle! Blow the
2: whistle! Blow the whistle! We like to party. You're listening to A Good Day for Football with Chris Bustos, Nathan Bedard, David Kroboff,
1: and Troy Warren. Afon Zanoun is a guy who falls in the bathtub and bites in the bubbles. Yes, Let's go out here! Hi, I'm Andrew I like football. Let's go out here! Yes, sir! Oh.
0: Eight.
2: Oh! One, two, three! Oh. <laughs> it's
1: compelling! <laughs> Some bias.
0: <Pressing laughs> is. You feed the cover, girl. Oh!
2: oh.
1: Touchdown, Dallas! Oh. Oh. All right. Daniel. <laughs> you, you ready? You ready? We'll bring him back You ready? Alright
0: hey, Welcome back, back right everyone uh, We got a little Birthday shout out To our Pops Mr. Hey Happy birthday <laughs> yeah. Mr My name is Erasmo Say
1: <laughs> hey, hello to the people Hello Not hello. eating you It's your birthday You Not every day you turn 85.
2: (laughs) 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 Dang. Aging him a bit.
1: 85. He's, You know, he's old, (laughs) man. I don't know what to say. (laughs) He's old, but he's there. Let's talk. uh, Let's definitely go back into a great interview right there with uh, Mike D's uh, D's Barbecue. You can get it at MikeDsBarbecue.com. Or uh, you can certainly go to Mike D's Barbecue, uh, throw some D's on it for sure, Mm -hmm. and uh, definitely hit him up and check him out as we go uh, through there and and let him know we sent you uh, because we definitely want to throw some love out there. Uh, But it was a great interview, so uh, little differences between Texas and North Carolina barbecue were still better. Let's just be real. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Whatever, we'll let him better. We'll let him give, Let him have his little fun. But let's go in. Anyway, I read something here today, and I want I want your your take on it, Randy, Mister Texas fan. Texas and Oklahoma potentially joining the SEC.
0: They've been talking about it for the longest time. I think if the money's right, they both leave.
2: That's the death of the uh, Big Twelve, huh? Yeah. Ouch.
1: It would be the death of the Big Twelve, and I was reading on it, and it said that te- uh, Texas A and M is not happy about it at all. They want to be the only Texas school in that conference, and it's all based recruiting money wise. They've got they've got the expensive coach and Jimbo Fisher, so they've got all these expensive people. Um, and they, if Texas goes there, and especially if Oklahoma goes there, who gets just as many recruits from Texas as Texas gets, they're really going to cut them down and. It's almost like Texas and Oklahoma would leapfrog them for sure, in, in my eyes. So uh, interested. Well, I mean, that. it
0: raised the competition up uh, for Um For years, I've been saying you know, the SEC maybe isn't as good as we think because uh, it's always the same four teams. I think that's why they're kind of pushing for Oklahoma, Texas to be in there. Uh, but when you said Texas A and M is kind of not happy about it, it kind of makes me remind me of the. You know, head of state with Chris Rock telling the <laughs> vice president, "Why are you running? Why are you running? yeah kind of like Texas doing. Why are you running? Now you can get away from us. Thought you, know. you could, but you can't." And I, I mean, I just... think it'd be it'd be good because you you see the rivalry come back. So it's what good. is better? What's better for college football than seeing Texas versus Texas A and M every Thanksgiving night, know, Black Friday? We need to see that once again. But it's
1: Absolutely. Thursday night
0: for you know or Friday whatever day it is. That's what we need
1: back. I agree. I agree. I like it. Like I said, I would like the move. It would shake it up. But what would it do to? I mean, you basically are. It'd be the death of the Big Twelve. So, and it, I think it would automatically if they did it, it would have to push them to expand the raw uh, the playoff more. And it, you I mean I honestly, it's like. I know the conferences and there's tradition. It's college football, but let's just kind of do away with it a little bit, or do something with it, and let's expand this college football playoff. And let's go to work. Let's go. Let's have some fun with it because uh, it is coming around football season, and there's no greater best time of the years coming up. So, in my eyes, so. well, I don't
0: know if y'all have heard, but there's a certain player in uh, college football that hadn't played the down yet. Is not even named the starting quarterback of the school and is already making almost a million dollars next year. We're talking about the, quarter, the soon-to-be-named quarterback for a and He hasn't even played a down college football. He's not even officially named the starting quarterback, and he's already been signed to agency. I think they said Cash money, App man. is offering him over a million, almost a million dollars. I
1: know that there's a, a quarterback steal- from... There's one from Miami that's making all kinds of money, and he said he would share it with he would share it with the people lesser on the depth chart, the you know the guys that are hundred because there's so many players in college that never really. Man,
2: he should give them. that shit to his family. you <laughs> the other guys on the team. He, hey,
1: he really should. If you're the star there, and if, if people if they're smart, they put it. They need to invest in it because I mean, we no all saw
2: guarantee. the movie Blue Chips. We know there's, how it yeah, goes.
1: There's no guarantee you're going to make it at the next level at mm-hmm. all. That's right. They that should you're be putting that away. Make it. Get, you, put it away. Yeah. If what to, if you get hurt? You know, what if, let's say you Um. will bring him up, for example, Jalen Smith. Let's say he never was able to play again. He he never would have made that money that he's doing in the pros. So I mean, yeah, if you he would have just
2: gotten the insurance money. Ending, that's that's yeah. about it.
1: Yeah. yeah. What if you have that career-ending injury, but you've Look what
2: he's money. been able to do with it, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. All the endorsements. Yeah, he's played,
2: yeah and all the endorsements. I mean, he spent... Uh, he, he made enough money. He spent so much money to get that new number, right? So that just yeah. goes to show you how well he's been doing in endorsements as a cowboy, right? And that's why he takes it yeah. so seriously.
0: Yep. So would y'all, would, would, let's say if you, were, if you were to redo it, we're paying college players. But instead of paying them physically mo- physical money, we're giving them, putting it into like a savings account or whatever whatever you want to call it. So once they reach a certain point, let's say they graduate college or, you know, they move on, they can get that money or they can keep it investments and whatever to continue it.
1: I like that idea. I mean, I've always been a program that you pay them uh, for their jersey sales or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, but if they graduate they can get it at 100%. Like a hundred percent or maybe, like you yeah. said they do it. if they decide hey after three years i'm out of here then they take hey okay well, we're it. gonna 5%. take we're gonna take 10 percent, 20 percent of it and then that gets distributed back into the other players man, i understand and, your sentiment you know your kickers and punters your third string kicker that never plays it's but you just think about
2: how play. much money the university has made off of the names of all these a- athletes and then you start thinking man like do they deserve any more should we give them?
0: Anything? I'm not
1: saying giving it back to yeah. the school. You give it back to the other players. So you give okay. it up to the other players. I like that. Yeah. Uh, to the players that aren't going to get the players. You know, like I said, your backup center that he was there and he never just the, the center never got hurt, so he never got to play. So let's put it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's give him a little credit. You know, I'm not saying you got to give it to the third string or the fourth string because when I went to Sam, he used say they had a third string punter.
0: Wow,
1: he <laughs> had three strings of punters so the guy's never going to get any he's never going to get any playing time and stuff like that so um, you have to look at it and I think if you know let's say like Vince Young would, you know how much money that dude brought how many number 10's were out there he le- he left early so he's going to donate That's whatever the back into the yeah he'll donate back into the not to the program but into the uh, into the extra and the other players and let them get a little piece of the pie as well yeah. Or he can choose, hey, I'm going to give it to my offensive lineman or I'm going to give it to whatever. I'm going to give this money to whoever. Just as long as it goes back to a player, I would be perfectly okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, they doesn't need to go to the school. They make enough ticket sales and jersey sales and beer yeah, sales. And- yeah, and
0: I'm cool I'm cool with them paying them. I'm just saying it from a standpoint, not paying them until after. Because, you know, you're going to see some of these kids who've never had money before. Now they're going to go start blowing it and then, you know, they don't make it in the NFL, and they're like, well, I had all these millions of dollars, now what do I do with it? Well, you blew it. There's a reason why, you know, all these athletes like T.O. for, for instance, who millions of dollars and blows it off, you know, nonsense. You got to invest it, know what you're doing with it, not just blow it.
1: Gotcha. that's a good idea it's a very good uh thing from there and like i said i'm I'm for it so uh let's play it but don't give it to them until they graduate or let them have a little here little there in, in spurts not then giving them a million dollars giving them millions of dollars right off the bat so uh hopefully they're smart with their money because it, it's not going to last forever. <laughs> Ask us paycheck to paycheck, people. It doesn't last forever. Uh, you got to be smart with it. And I wish you would have, you know, would have had better plan then than we have now. So um, interesting. So uh, now we're getting into training. That's right. Uh, Hard knocks is coming soon. Yeah. Go Cowboys. Hey, boys. Mm-hmm. This is what it's about. That's right. Our Knox is coming. I'm excited to see it. It's funny because did the Cowboys... I, I've looked it up and I've there. that. Maybe, maybe, Chris, you'll know. You've maybe done a little bit more research. The Cowboys don't get selected as it. They just kind of get chosen, correct? The teams get chosen by the NFL, right? Yeah, I
2: mean there have been teams in the past that have rejected it. And so it goes to somebody else, you know, that kind of situation. I don't know really what the situation was this year, um, but the last team to do it, they, they had, I think they followed two teams, didn't they? During the uh, pandemic, they followed they did. the Raiders. Last year you know? was
1: the Rams. I think it was the Rams and the Chargers. The Rams year, and the Raiders, year,
2: wasn't it? Or yeah. was, the, uh, was, it, was it the Raiders? Uh, and then it was the Rams and the Chargers. Maybe that's what it was. The Rams
1: and the, that's what it was. You're right. Yeah. Cause we watched the Raiders one. I love watching that stuff. I just, yeah. love, you know, because you see the back end of it, and you see the players having – the rookies having to make fun of somebody, basically roast a player or a coach or something, and mm-hmm. it's just – it's gold. It's TV gold. But uh, uh, I know there's some sports anchors out there that, that, that don't like it. See, there's teams that have been on it have never won the Super Bowl. So the Cowboys are now destined not to win the Super Bowl way. Hey, there's a first for everything.
2: Yeah, and just think about the spotlight you know that we get to see and have on the recovery of Dak Prescott, you know?
1: you are gonna find sure.
0: out firsthand how that ankle is.
2: And it seems and to be
0: so you're fine. Going to hold up. Seems like, seems sister, like it's a good
1: sister might get to see that every now and then. So we won't mention you no know names, but mm-hmm. uh, she certainly got a great job uh, working <laughs> for the, uh, I guess, the organization. So for sure. But yeah, uh, Trinity Castle, so what's your expectations going into it? I mean, there's already been some injuries. Cam Acres is out for the season, torn Achilles. So um are we is it one of those are you like me and just like hey let's just get through healthy
2: yeah <laughs> or, i mean that's what you want that's the, that's the goal here. Like,
1: um, i don't care i hate preseason games and this, i just I love I hate it. them
2: I, yeah we, we differ on that i want as much of it as <laughs> I, I can see because i want to see those those young guys coming up you know there's uh brandon annalee i i really am excited to see what he's going to bring to the table on the defensive uh end um and just like the changes that we've made in the offseason you know when it comes to personnel when it comes to coaching staff uh and we'll be getting back together on a a good day for football that'll be coming back out soon we'll be doing a mock draft to get ready for uh the draft that you guys are going to be a part of as well uh when we all get together for that that's always fun and then uh, that'll be coming up uh usually about a week or two before the season starts um, so that way, like you said, you know, injuries are so important. We want to make sure we get through as much of preseason football as we can before we actually draft. Uh, but then we're going to do some preview of the Cowboys and what we can expect from the boys. So it's going to be really exciting, man. I'm, I'm, I'm getting pumped up oh, and yeah. geared up for it. I will uh, say there,
0: there was a surprise that I didn't know the guy was on the team. I didn't know he was signed. Uh, Texas longhorn receiver, um, Brandon Eagles. Mm. I didn't know he signed with them. Nice. But I think I'm just interested to see how the receiving the depth, not from C.D. Lamb, uh, Cooper and uh, Gallup, but
2: from that's really interesting because yeah, like Gallup's playing place. his contract year, so that's a cool little wrinkle. Um, Zeke coming back and and looking better than ever. I don't know if you've seen any of the off-season photographs of him.
0: He looks rich. He looks jacked. He does look jacked. He looks yeah. in that photo he released today. He honestly looks pissed off.
2: Well, I mean, that's what we've been kind of asking for, uh, you know, especially as a, from a fan perspective. You know, I know a lot of people were trashing him last year, and I just think that the casual fan just doesn't take in consideration how important that quarterback is to a successful running back. You know what I mean? If you don't have Dak to play off of, all eyes are on you. They're stacking up the box. They're, they're, they're clogging it up. They're doing everything they can to stop you, and I think that's where we saw a lot of his struggles last year. Yeah.
0: Well everybody just wants to see oh, you know, the big play. I was you know, where's those 20, 30 yard runs? He's not mm-hmm. the same Zeke. Well, if you look at numbers wise, he is the same Z. He's still hitting almost a thousand yards. His yards are, are, you know, there. Yeah, he had issues last year with uh fumbles and stuff, but the before Dak got hurt, Dak was struggling too. First half of, of each game. Uh but it's gonna be tr- interesting to see what they do this year.
1: That's Deck, sure. Yeah, and, and you're right. He struggled early. He got a lot of yards late, but he did bring us back. So um, we have. To see how he does. Hopefully, we can get off to that fast start that we want because you know how it is, Randy. We're sitting here and I'm sitting here in the Cowboy Room, uh, parents' house, and we're watching the game here or wherever. And we're tired. We're yelling at the screen halfway through the thing because it's like, can we not get down 14 points and then decide, hey, let's play? Yeah. <laughs> so now let's turn to We'll up. see. We'll see uh, for sure. So uh, hopefully, we get off to that good start this year. Uh, we open with against Tom Brady and the Bucks. Um, so we should uh, hopefully game as well. uh, Hall- nobody watching that Hall of, of Fame, fame game dude. Right. Everybody loves yeah, I'm, that. Not gonna I'm not going to lie I'm going to turn it to the game for a little bit now none of the starters will play so let's set those expectations but I will watch it a little bit because you will. You're right. You're going to see a couple backups, a couple second stringers uh, that are fighting to get on there. And then I like watching, you know, you know, this thing with hard knocks will get you going because you'll have you'll see that third, lines, player, right? that third string guys. It's you're, you're OK. I'm rooting for this guy. I got to watch this coming up preseason game and see if he gets on the field. Mm-hmm. So that to me is going to be a little bit interesting uh, on it as well. Um it's with the Hard Knocks. I'm excited. Football is back. They're looking to be 100% in the stadiums. Um, we should see. Hopefully, like I said, hopefully we'll uh, have a good season this year and and not tank completely. So, Not going to happen in
2: the Super Bowl, bud. You heard it here first.
1: I was, I, you, you're the second <laughs> person I've heard it from. <laughs> little Scooter Magruder out there. He predicted it last year. So. <laughs> They predict it every year now. You heard it first from Chris uh, live here on the <laughs> damn good uh, podcast here. Um, so uh, for sure, you know, if we win the Super Bowl, that's great. I know Jerry's desperate for one. He is saying he wants to He's win not. one at all costs. Uh, but I think it's getting old. He, he, it's been a while. It's been 27 years, I think, something like that going on since we have last sniffed the Super Bowl. I would love for them to do it just to shut up. Stephen A. and all those – Jack Waggons at ESPN. So
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. right, to shut edit. people up, yeah. But I mean Jerry doesn't he doesn't need the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl. No, he got they're Jerry. They're still those they're still the most talked about team. They're still the most hated team. They're still the most profitable team. As much as people hate to say it, the Dallas Cowboys still are America's team
1: because of all those reasons. That's it. That's it right there. And that's what people say, well, America's associated with winners, but the rest of the country, the world doesn't feel that way. You know, we – the women's soccer team didn't look like winners when they got beat 3 to nothing this morning, Uh, but it it just is – they say we're winners. No, it's because of everybody. You either love us or you hate us, but you talk about America no matter what. It's always brought up, and the Cowboys are brought up on every show, on every sports network. Regardless of what happens, there could be nothing going on, but somebody saw Jerry take a – went to the bathroom and took a piss, and they're going to talk about it, what, what he did. So um, it, it's ridiculous. But uh, if we win, let's, hey, they're still going to hate us regardless. Haters are always going to hate, just like in barbecue life and competition. They're always going to hate. So, But I wish we played New England so we could have – we could do a show with – we can do a live show that we we can do a live show that week but we will have they did bring us some good things right and i think we're gonna have to put our heads together maybe do a comp we'll have to do maybe a live show or something and do a little competition between us or something to kind of bring it on uh see who wins um which could help, you know, alleviate some things from Chris as well. So maybe do a live show every now and then, but we'll have to see, get our schedules all aligned. But uh, what else you got? So college football's going. They're practicing football. NFL's practicing. Crowned new are giving NBA champion. 20, the Rangers are giving up 20 runs a game or something like that. CP3 choked again. I'm not sad one bit, to be honest with you. The Greek Freak. One small market team, no super team, won the NBA championship. I think the first one since the Mavericks won in Dirk. I yeah. guess, though, no, the Spurs won. I was going to say, they really look like
2: they kind of remind me of the Spurs, you know, a little bit. Yeah,
1: little gritty team. Mm-hmm. That basically, that,
0: that game, that series basically reminded me of watching the Mavericks versus Spurs going to those
1: series. It did.
0: That's basically what it, what it is. I mean, you had two teams, that actually, no. You know, you had one superstar out there in Giannis for the Bucks, And then you with, you know, the Suns, I mean, you had Chris Paul and then, you know, maybe Booker is another good, you know, star that everybody
1: wants. The, the but other than you that, want. you don't
0: really, you didn't, there was no one big that everyone loves. Right. There's just, you know, two teams going out there fighting for it, trying to see, you know, who's going to be crowned champion. Uh, I wish Chris Chris Paul would have had it, so he could have, you know, walked off in the sunset. But mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> no get you, such get you any. someone else, and let's, you know,
0: try to make another run at it. No
1: such. They need a big. If they're gonna get them, somebody else sign Chris Paul back and get you a big man because they got the reason they could. They had no one. They have nobody big, really big. No true superstar. You know what? Hey, we have got a seven footer that doesn't know how to play big down there either way, and, and Porzingis. So mm. uh, y'all for now. Give us a give us a, they said, Kid said he's going to take him back to where he was. So that he, Porzingis, did what he was told to do, and that was stand up the three point line for whatever reason. Um, I think uh, he, he's uh, shown his game, that he's shown he has a little inside game, so we got to get back to that. But uh, basketball season is a long way away, it's, it's football season time for sure. But uh, let's go ahead, let's get it wrapped up, Randy. What's your final thoughts? Your small business shout out again,
0: uh, KNC Cattle Company. Make sure you check them out, knc. dot uh, uh, Like I said, they do deliver to Texas. They were delivering meats; we're uh, not delivering shipping meats uh, to outside states of Texas, but they're shipping now. It's kind of gotten uh, out of hand, so they're just kind of taking the seat back and doing it. So check them out, um, and then of course, as always, check out our products if you haven't already. Um, let us know if you got small business you want to give a shout out to. Uh, but, you know, like I say, give our give stuff a try. You never know. You just make it hooked on uh, big taste, big flavor, big salinas.
1: There it is. There it is. Definitely check us out. Again, thanks to the mad scientist producer, Chris Bustos, doing what he does. Uh, definitely go to, again, uh, Etsy.com forward slash uh, shop, dynamic by design. Check them out, get your stuff made. Tell them. You heard it from the Big Salinas podcast, or damn, that's good with Big Salinas on the podcast, or Randy from Big Salinas Barbecue junior, sent you. They will give you 15% off your purchase. Hey, that you can't beat that right there, so go get that deal. Uh, and when you're out there cooking, remember, always do it with love, always do it with passion, and we will see you down the road.
2: Uh, the original five levels are big, healthy, husky,
1: fluffy, and damn. People ask, what could be bigger than damn?